Okay, I'm reloading. Je- Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Here comes the pain. When the sun goes down, the music turns up. A whole new world opens up behind the velvet rope. Join us as we take you behind the scenes of the nightlife world. Are you ready? DJ Jason Smith, Jeff London. I'm the promoter, TV DJ Podcast, live from Boston, Massachusetts. Jeff London. 16. We got 16. We got 16. One six, baby. One six. I was about to play Rocks, Papers, Scissors, Shooting with you on that intro. Oh, that would have been pretty cool. Who do you think would win? <sighs> pretty good at Ready? that game. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, fucking lost already. Yeah, you're not that good. No. How's your week? It's like, dude, I'm not going to lie, bro. Since we got back, like, I don't even know. Oh, I went to New York. I did. Yeah. It's, good. it's like the same old shit, dude. It's you like, were back in it full time. We're 100. We're going 100 right now. Everything's like yeah. mushing together. I forgot who I even, where and who I DJed with this weekend. You might have worn the same. Oh, you did wear something. Saturday, I know where I was, but where was I Friday? With me, Scorpions. I w- no. Maybe, were you? Maybe I don't know. I don't forget. But no, no. Give me Saturday. We're talking about wearing something in the DJ. What? Give me a story. <laughs> oh, my story from Saturday. Yeah. Shout out my guy Virgil Abloh. I got the. We rocked the night together Saturday at the the Grand, and I happened to wear my Jordan ones, off white, off white. Which was the first ten sneakers that Virgil put out with Nike? Wow! I actually have two pair, and it's a funny story. It's not really a funny story, but I applied for the lottery, the right. raffle yeah. to get them from Kith, and I got a reply back for one of them. I was like, "Oh my god, this is sick! This is yeah. sick!" And it was the Presto, not the Prestos, one of the other ones, right? The, not the Presto, the Flight, or the f- I don't remember what they're called. They look like they're golf shoes, though. Oh, yeah. So they're not my favorite, right? So I got the email back saying I got a pair, right. and I was like, "Sick, maybe I could sell these and get the ones." Oh, that'd be the, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I pay a hundred dollars more. Right. You know right. what I mean? Because they're not obviously the ones are gonna be the more more popular one out of this yeah. one, whatever it is. So, anyways, so I was happy about it. Took my thing, went and Kith, and went about my day. Next day pops up, I get another email from Kith saying, "And you won a, no the way. chance to buy the the uh, Jordan ones. The Jordan ones. Wow. I paid like a hundred and ten dollars for them." Yeah, but what did Virgil do to the show? I had Virgil sign them, and now they're like priceless. They say they, they say, say Air Jason on them, so they only they're only priceless to me. <laughs> or another Jason, or that another Jason. So if you want a pair, of Eric Virgil. If your name is <laughs> Air Jason. Force ones, and your name is Jason. <laughs> yeah. Hit my hit me in my DM and make me an offer because last price was like thirty five hundred for. A, a unsigned. unsigned but pair. on the other side he wrote virgil in 2021 it's, oh yeah, yeah yeah he did me right and he was such nice dude and it was oh, such a pleasure to meet him he killed it he played way better than i expected him to play yeah he crushed it. and uh he was an overall nice guy and he's done so much for like children youth 
that you know urban children that that just grow up in you know some hard places shows that you don't have to be just a basketball player or a sports player yeah. or a rapper to get out from you know unfortunate situation you're you're presented in you could be an artist you could be you know creating things i mean virgil has his own line he has louis vuitton under his belt right now is he the creative director and over he there? DJs. <laughs> djs yeah. and he's put showing art exhibits in the art museums right which uh, is amazing i see i think it's coming this summer yeah actually. the tickets go on sale uh, the 22nd we're to going? the public oh we're going we're going i actually hit somebody on a dl was like, yo, are you a member of the ICA? <laughs> Do you get those two? Can you get because they went on sale to like the members like a couple of days oh, ago. Really? So oh, wow. I asked a very important friend of ours. Yes, and he wasn't, dude. I was so surprised. Wow. <gasps> oh, I got another hookup. Just came to my head D- just don't now. Don't say it out loud. I know what it is too. It's, the good, it's a close friend that I forgot from like my hometown. Oh, that's that's dope. amazing. Yeah, he works over there. He actually sets up the artist displays. Oh, that's he, pretty cool. He's the director of displays, and I forgot I played golf with him. Yeah, I played golf. So what? <laughs> <laughs> so does Rick Ross. Yeah. All right, we're getting into the question of the week. We yeah, gotta, we got a packed show today. We packed show. Yo, with, tell him. Yeah, we're we gonna be on the show. show. We got an interview with Joel James, Grammy Award winner. It's gonna be a great interview. I can feel it. You feel it? I feel it. I feel it too. All right, the question of the week. Question of the week. Is there anything you regret thus far in your career? Loaded question. Why don't you go first this time? Absolutely not. I don't regret anything. I think mistakes, I think, especially in this night, you learn a lot from your worst nights. But without mistakes, you can't better you can't go yourself. Forward. So people say, well, you've always had packed nights. No, I haven't always had packed nights. I've had oh dead, ni- I've dead yeah. nights. I've lost money. I've done the worst yeah. things. I've called. I've hired the worst DJs, not Jason Smith. I've hired the worst. <laughs> I've hired the worst. <laughs> I've hired the worst DJs. I've learned my lessons. Have, have you ever hired a DJ and he's cleared the room? I had, I'll, t- I'll tell you off here. I had a headlining DJ. That you'd be really surprised at. I pulled them off in the middle of set. You pulled them. There pulled was a place that I used to DJ in Vegas all the time, and uh, there was a guy at that. It was I'll just say the place, but not the person. It was it was the bank, and this guy was known as like the DJ Slayer. Just crush it. Yo, he cru- he tells it. He tells him like just to get off. Oh wow! Yeah, he had another name, but it's not PC, so I yeah, won't say it. So he used to be. He used to cut DJs all the time. He cut Aoki. What he said, bro? You're just losing my room. I need you to. Come I think off. I've heard of the stories of this guy. You can tell me off here. I think I know who it is. But like, I was so intimidated because these. You know what I'm saying? You go play this room, and, and you have it. You know, in you the back, you know of your head. that this guy's yeah. like known for like cutting off DJs and like putting the opener back on. Yeah. Shout out to the opener at Bank. He probably made a career out of <laughs> yeah. that when he pulled DJs. You know what I mean? Oh, like. he gets <laughs> um, so back to the back to it. I don't think there's anything I regret. I regret. Regret. I regret. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I regret. Regret. Um, I think you learn from your mistakes and you and you prosper from them and you try to change them so that you will. Get further in your career. Um, you yeah. know the things that I think I could have done differently. Yes, of course. of course. But now I know what to do most no, of the you time. Can't, again, people don't understand. Oh, you always got to be right. No, I want to be wrong. Right. Because 
only way I'm going to be better at anything is if I am wrong. 100%. Cuz you learn from your mistakes. Is there anything you I re- think the I think you answered that question so perfectly by the way. Is there anything you regret? Yeah. Well, it's not I don't know if it's really a regret. I just wish I paid more attention to uh now I, well, when I first started off, it was just such like I don't think you understand that when I, you're an artist and shit. Like when it starts going, it turns into like a tornado. It's like zero to a hundred. Yeah. I mean, that's how you I just feel get caught up. Two, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, and you just get caught up in this whirlwind. So I was, I had a manager, I had a booking agent, I had a uh, a coordinator would send me all my information for the weekend, what I'd have right. to do. You know, send me my itinerary, and it was just going so fast. And we spoke about this on the podcast mm-hmm. before. How I just didn't know to like connect with people. Like I did the people that were booking me, I didn't even meet. So how am I supposed to create that? The only I don't know if it's regret, but I wish I paid more attention right. to what I was going on because I think right now I'd probably be further in my career if I knew who I was actually who booked me right, at right. bank, for instance, or at you know certain venues. But I didn't even have I I couldn't build a relationship because I really wasn't given the opportunity to they wouldn't even tell me i don't think speaking of when you went on tours and things like that yeah travi dropped a new song today yeah 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 did you listen to it yet i've been traveling all day oh but have you heard it before did you yeah definitely i have the actually i have the the video treatment from dropbox shout out my my guy travi mccoy What's the song? Uh, I think it's Spoonful of Cinnamon. Spoonful of yeah. Cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know. I got the video. Oh, also, going back, I forgot to say, I was on the Marky P show this week. I was actually sitting. Oh, yeah, shout out Marky P. I was sitting near a seat. And if anybody listens no, to No, I know why the chair's broke. So if anybody wants to listen to that show, it is probably the half yeah, hour of... Ridiculously silliness. It's it's pretty. Did fun. you say you were hungover too? So that made it even better. No, I I wasn't that. He was super hungover. <laughs> I was just going on four nights of working and seeing the sun come up. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that beats yeah, down. Lack of sleep. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a silly. It was Hurley. Was it funny? Oh yeah. Hurley enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Rick Ross did too. Shout out to Hurley as always. Um. So I don't know if it was a regret, but like, I wish I paid more attention. I like that. You know what I mean, but you know, but you know what now what to do. Yeah, but maybe it's. I know now. I would have liked to know then when it was like probably better for me to know then. You're still working. I am still working. You still you're still DJing with Virgil Abloh on a Saturday night. I you're am. still with Rick Ross. You're still oh, we 50, 50 this Friday. Oh, yeah. No, tomorrow night we're with fifty at the Grand. No, not the Grand. No, I'm at Memoir. Memoir with fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you had a coordinated agent, you'd probably know now. But yeah. That yeah, guy. shout out, buddy, Costa, the coordinating agent. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, the great question. Again, hit us up with the questions. We love them. Um, yeah, they're a great part of the hit show. Hit them as a yeah, and they lead into everything else too. I'm the promoter, he's the DJ. Hit us up, slide in the DMs, get it. You know what? Too. You know yeah. what's gonna lead I'm the promoter. Up to? I'm the promoter. He's the DJ at Gmail too. Oh, that too. Yeah. You know what this leads up to? What's it lead up to? Like bad DJs. Regretting things, bad sets. Yeah. It leads to bad Yelp reviews. I told you I'd come in that intro, bro. I'm gonna get a Yelp in a minute and review this piece of shit.
shit place, 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 place. Wait, give me that one more time. Shout out to Jason Smith on that one. Wow. Thank you guys very much. I didn't have to come with a piano like I said last week. That's a million times better. That's amazing. That took a lot of research because obviously you don't, if you don't know that's a little dicky. Yeah. And that is like the tail end of the record. And being a DJ, you're not really, I'm not listening to Little Dicky in the car. I'm sorry. Little Dicky is my, I, I appreciate you. I'm just not. It's it, it's not something you continuously listen right, to. Right, right. So I've definitely heard that song through a, a couple times, but I'm, I didn't actually hear the words that he was saying right. until I dug a little deeper. You might have slowed that down and chopped and it I up. Sloped it, yeah, I did some and stuff. Screwed. Yeah. Screwed. <laughs> All right, Jeff, let's get with the Yelp reviews for this week. All right. The first Yelp review. We should put it like the city that these places are. No, that would give it away. <laughs> if we can't give any clues, no clues. We'll give it. We'll give names this time. Jennifer H says. Yeah, we can do that because yeah. that shit's on yeah. public. <laughs> Anyways, you Jennifer what? H, what do you have to say today? This place sucks. No, did that. No, read it verbatim, dude. Which I always pull do. up. Pull up. It doesn't up. say this place sucks. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> One of the bartenders had a nasty attitude. And there were no limes for my Corona. And 10 minutes later, see him handing on the server a lime who jumped over the bar. Messy and rude. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks. No limes for my Corona. You get one star for no limes. I wish That's I had tough. Corona and lime drop right now. Oh. Maybe it be my Corona lime. Wait, did you tour with them? I toured with them. Oh. Obviously, I was not the backup singer, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got we we got a couple more. <laughs> Can you imagine giving a one star review because you didn't get there wasn't a line no, at the time? I, I'm gonna say this right now. Yeah, I love the ones that have one star and then they write in the description or the review. Yeah, I only gave this place one star because zero stars wasn't an option. <laughs> yeah. Zero stars doesn't no, exist. It, it does exist. It's no review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, this one is managers and no, this is Taylor M. Oh, Taylor M says. <laughs> Manager's an asshole. Took my friend's jewel out of her hand when she wasn't even using it. When she asked for it back, he screamed in her face and called her a bitch. <laughs> I'd like to see the security footage of that. Oh, yeah, we need that, yeah. All right, we got one more today. <laughs> these are absolutely well, ridiculous. It's, 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 Hopefully, it's, we put, Hurley, can we put in these up so people can see, like, verbatim what these are? Oh, maybe they could cut it in post. Yeah, we have people in yeah. post. Like what? We're <laughs> real professional over here, Jeff and I. All right. You know what Amanda W. said? I can't wait because I see there's a response and yeah. I'm not looking. Amanda W. says, was, in quotes, served by a meth addict bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Do not come here, capital letters. Not worth it. Save your money and time. But we've got a response. From Michael W., the business manager of the establishment. Maybe he was the meth addict bartender. <laughs> he might have been. He says, hi, Amanda. Thanks for taking the time to leave a review. We don't have anyone on our staff who is a meth addict. If you had a poor experience, email, email, email. That's funny. 
I had it served by a meth addict. Sorry, bartender. but we don't have anyone on our staff <laughs> who's a meth addict. <laughs> Professionally writes back. <laughs> I'm a good old yo. What does he have a PR person for that bar? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good old yo. In the minute and review this piece of shit, place, 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 place. That is awesome. That is awesome. Dude, you like, he probably was so butthurt over there. Yelp review. He's like, I need a PR person now. <laughs> Pronto. Pronto. We don't have any math addicts here. You were at the, uh, I don't know. I couldn't come up with something quick. Oh, it's story time. Gather around, kids. It's story time with Uncle Jeff. The names have been left out to protect the guilty. Now, here's a little story I got to tell. It's that time of the day, in the week, in the month of the year. It's story time. Story time with Uncle Jeff. Let's go. This one's titled, Where is the Tour Bus? Ooh, I've been down that road before. I'm going to give some clues to this one. Okay. You might have been on the tour bus because you were, I don't know if you were on this tour with him. Okay. He also dropped a new song today, too. <laughs> where is the tour bus? I, I already know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> this probably wasn't the only instance of that. I, I know. But this must have been early. It was early. It's not any like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. So... This performer did a concert. After the concert, we hired him to be the guest host at the club. So he probably had a fun time at the concert. Maybe more fun after the concert. And oh, then yeah, it doesn't stop. And then yeah. to the club. It didn't stop. Those, it probably, yeah. By the way, those are like, from every tour I've been on, those are like long days. Because you have to understand, yeah. it starts at like sound check. Right. <laughs> and it and goes all day long. Then you perform. And if you're not the headliner, no, even if regardless of where you are in right. in that timeline, you're watching the whole concert every single night almost. Yeah. So you're like partying then, and then you're partying backstage, getting ready to perform. And then when you think it's over, then you're like, nope, party's not over. Now we're taking party. it to the after party. And then you have a tour manager who basically holds your hand and goes, hey, Jason, time yeah. to get back on the bus. Right. And then you just fall asleep and you wake up. In the next city. And you like, where am I? And you get breakfast and you breakfast and you do it all over again. It's so, crazy. So this person yeah, obviously didn't know where he was performing that night because he does in every city. You don't really know. You know what city it, you're in, it, but you don't know the names happens. of the it's places. Just, I can't remember yeah. where I DJed last weekend. So we, so, yeah. we, so we get after it. And this is before Ubers and... I don't know. Even know if this might have been before we had the World Wide Web on our phones. Yeah, <laughs> like we couldn't like. Oh yeah, it probably us. was. Yeah. So end of the night, this he, is when you had the f- the flip phone, the sidekick, sidekick. Oh, I meant that. Yeah. So no, this could have been before that because I would have just actually you probably didn't uh, yeah. even get on the internet. Yeah. So I I would have googled where where he performed that night. So anyway, so we're at the end of the club, he's having a blast for Uber. He's like, all right, I'm gonna take a cab home uh, to the tour bus. And but he's like, I have no idea what this tour bus is. I was like, Where'd you perform? He's like, I just we were in Boston. I just performed in Boston. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh man, this is gonna be. So I didn't know what. It's to like do. not knowing your address home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm like, All right, this is gonna be an adventure. So he goes, All right, if it's an adventure, let's do this. So we go behind the bar, take a bottle of champagne. 
He puts it in his pants. <laughs> Me and him grab a cab. We get in the cab. We pop the champagne. And you literally drive from venue to venue looking for We drove <laughs> all around Boston drinking champagne, looking <laughs> for the theater tour bus. theater to theater? From, yeah. From, in Boston, I went, if everybody knows, I went from Paradise to House of Blues to Avalon to, to like, everything. And the last one was this place Where called Royale. And the tour bus wasn't right in there. front of Royale. It was behind it. It took us a whole bottle of champagne to find the place. That's crazy. And that's the time we found out where the tour bus was. That's an awesome story. That was great. It happens, man. Oh, I'm sure it does. That's like when you're on stage, They we used to always have our set list. Our tour managers would put the set right. list down. Big bold letters on every set list is like the city and state you're in. First. Yeah, you can always see those like, you know, thank you, Providence. And yeah, it's yeah, like it's Alaska. Like, <laughs> yeah. So isn't that like something that Spinal Tap would always do or some yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout awesome. out Spinal Tap. Wow. TBT. Um, we got an interview now. Yeah, man. Well, let's get right into it. Joel James. So an accomplished songwriter, artist, label owner. California native, first began writing songs on her own in 2014, but her journey to Recording Academy Prestige began when James was a child. James's singing passion brought her to Berklee College of Music, where she studied her craft. There she began uploading soulful covers to YouTube, where she was discovered by one of the world's biggest artists, Chris Brown. He then offered her a deal with his CBE label and eventually Interscope Records. In 2018, she won her first Grammy for Boot Up for Best R&B Song. We welcome Joelle James. Thank you. Yeah, yeah welcome to the podcast. All right. So, so much. That's a fan. So we're, we're very excited, obviously, to have you. And we're going to do a little word association kind of interview so jason's gonna start it off today give it the word association. all right the first word association is apollo apollo so when i was 11 i sang at showtime at the apollo oh, i love that wow. show by the way i used to tape it when i was a kid really because it was on so too late for me to watch it yeah, so exactly. i used to tape it yeah. and be able to watch the next morning vhs heavy. vhs heavy <laughs> that's amazing did you make it past yeah. I got, I didn't get booed, so that was good, and I definitely just loved the whole experience. I got to rub the famous wood. Oh, that, oh, yeah, that, 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 that venue is so beautiful, yeah. too. There's so much history in that building. Yeah, so congratulations on that, because not a lot of people get to touch that stage, and yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. All right, next one we got, Chris Brown. Chris Brown discovered me on YouTube, like you said, mm -hmm. and... Signed me to CBE, his label, and literally taught me how to songwrite and taught me how to work in a studio. Wow. And he's the greatest artist of our generation. That's I amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So the third word is Grammy. Grammy. I won a Grammy for the 2019 Best R&B Song. Oh, I said 2018. For, well, it popped in 2018. Oh, okay. So I was right wrong on that. that. Yeah, okay. Um, 2019, I got the award um, for "Booed Up." I wrote the Amazing. song. That that song's carried weight too, because it's still like 
it still could be played. So you did your thing. You made a timeless record because it's still relevant. So Absolutely. cheers on that because that was a big record. Um, a billion percent, yeah. <laughs> All right, our next one is Chris Collins. Chris Collins, that's so funny. He keeps popping up in like this whole week he's been popping up. But Chris Collins is my brother. He is the guy who basically introduced me to YouTube. He would play piano for me and I would sing oh, wow. and he would actually post them for me because I would always say that I was like technology illiterate. So <laughs> he would figure out how to like get it together and post it on YouTube for me. And he was like the person that motivated me to do YouTube videos when it was first, you know, starting out as like one of the major platforms. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Because Except Chris. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I can't figure that stuff out either. So it's like, <laughs> you probably would have not got to that point without somebody being like, here, let's try this. So right, that's right. awesome. Yeah. That is exactly right. All right. The next word is big Bob. <laughs> Shout out big Bob. Jeff goes way back with big Bob. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Boston native and my brand manager, as well as the brand manager for many iconic artists such as Kanye West when he was starting out, Keisha Cole, and the incomparable Nipsey Hussle. Yes, so, that's good company Bob, to be in, that's for sure. Amazing, yeah. I actually met Bob when I was at Berkeley in Boston, mm -hmm. singing in Cambridge, and then I obviously went with Chris Brown for a few years and then found my way back to Bob. Um, when I was needing some guidance, and we've been rocking ever since. That's amazing. Awesome. What the universe could bring sometimes. So we got, yeah, we got a couple more, and then we'll go into what's coming up for you. So obviously, I have to ask Chanel. Chanel, oh my God, her birthday was yesterday, and Jeff, I know your birthday's coming up. It is too. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's very good. <laughs> it's gonna be a I scary know time. <laughs> But yeah, her birthday was yesterday, and yeah. that's my girl. I love her. I love have Chanel. the greatest memories. Even when I first like was with Chris, because Chris came out, I was still going to Berkeley when he discovered me, and we went to Summer Jam, and she, I wanted to bring a friend with me, mm -hmm. but I just didn't know, like, should I, should I not? And it was so right. funny because... I'm literally backstage with Chris, and then I look over, and Chanel's, like, next, like, three people over. I'm like, how did you get back no here? No way. That's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, That's of it. course you would get back here. You would Absolutely. find me. Like, like, yeah, I had to come find you. Da, 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 da. And, like, I don't know. I just have, like, such great memories of that time in my life. Oh, and she would get me into all the clubs. Oh, yeah. Fun. <laughs> And I really miss her. I haven't seen her since I saw you guys in New York yeah. like years yeah. and years, years ago. And years. So yeah. I miss her a lot, but I know she's doing really well. That's, so That's great. Love you, Chanel. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Chanel, one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next one is Apply Pressure. Yay, Apply Pressure is my newest single that I just dropped um, in May. And I actually wrote the song and recorded it in Boston. Oh, wow. Crazy. Where? In, oh, I'm going to like forget the damn name. It's, it wasn't in Somerville. 
why am I forgetting the name? Uh, it happens. It happens. It was recorded in Boston. Um, it was recorded yeah. in Boston. In Revere? It was in Boston. Was Basically, in- my um, one of the producers I work with a lot mm-hmm. is American Antagonist. Okay, from Boston. sure. I've met him through um, Key and Big Bob and... He's just super, super dope. And they I actually met him in like five years ago when I was like starting to get in the songwriting um, routine. Bob just knew to like kind of pull me out of L.A. because L.A. can be a little redundant and you yes. can get like in this conveyor belt of like session, session, session. And then they become kind of meaningless. Mm-hmm. And then your work kind of will like degrade. So Basically, I went out to Boston, met Tag, and we just had a really dope relationship. And I actually wrote Apply Pressure like soon, not soon after Boot Up was getting big, but it was like summer 18, I think. And I was like, I got to apply pressure. Like, yes. if I get this, this type of success again, like if I want another Boot Up, then mm-hmm. I have to apply pressure. So that's kind of how the song came about. And so everybody go get apply pressure right now. Get it. Get it. Yes. Created in Boston. So so speaking okay. of that, so when we talk about boot up and um you know, there've been many interviews where I've seen and you've told before, but you wrote that song a time before it was released. Or or so say before she she got the lyrics from it. And record it, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, I wrote it, I want to say, like, three or four years before mm-hmm. she ever even That's heard crazy. the song. Wow. And it had a long life, you know. Um, a lot of big execs were ex- were interested in the record for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mike Karen really liked it and just a few other people. I remember Bob, I didn't even have the record at first. Bob had to ask um, Craig Kalman to get me the files for it like it was crazy like i just really believed in this song and when we were working for the kevin hart soundtrack a few years later boot up was one of the ideas that we thought maybe would work for the soundtrack and that's when mustard like reheard it and was like oh like this is actually a a smash like you should cut this so me and ella we were cool like um she basically Snapchatted me wow. that, she, that she like cut it back when Snapchat was like really popping. And <laughs> um, I was like, oh, my God, she cut it. That's great. And then they put it out in 2017 and then it didn't even like pop until 2018. So this wow. song just wow. had legs um, and it still does. And it's now it, it still, still does. does. Still, <laughs> it still rocks off. Yeah. Was it hard to give that record up? Did, was that record like really personal to you or were you like, okay with letting it go to another? It house? was personal. And like, it's crazy. Cause mustard had actually asked me to come write for Ella, like a while before she even put any music out. Yeah. Um, and I suggested to give her that song and he was like, no, let's do something fresh. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, So I I wouldn't say it was hard for me because I knew that that song could break a new R&B artist. You just really had, you just really believed in it. It's amazing. Yeah, and I knew it was like the type of record that couldn't be given to an established artist. You know what I mean? Like like Ashanti or like Mary or like someone like that wouldn't wouldn't take that record. So it had to be someone new. So I did really believe in it in that way. And I think the only time I really was like, 
was like I wanted them to like push it. I I worked with Ella um like shortly after her she dropped the EP and I was like, "So, what's up with Buddha? Are you guys going to shoot a video? Or are you guys yeah. going to the song?" Like I just wanted them to give it their all because I really believed that it could go there. Mm-hmm. And they, they, I don't know, I think um, DJ Vaughn in the Bay, I think he was actually the one that started playing. Shout Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, awesome. that's what broke it. So um, when it really started getting big, I was like, damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. Like, it, didn't just like, it just didn't get big. It, it went bananas huge. huge. Yeah. yeah. When that started happening, I was like, I was excited, but I was just like, damn, like, what if that was me? But yeah, that yeah, honestly yeah. just motivated me to apply pressure, right? A hundred percent. There it goes. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's so beautiful to see you believe in that record so much and then see it flourish Absolutely. after that long time period of yeah. like, you yeah. just kept you like this. I'm telling you, this is going to be a smash, and you just—that's amazing. So, congratulations! That's again. amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. All right, we got a couple more. Go ahead. We, uh, we have to. We have to do this one, obviously, because um, I know that you were uh, with him many days um, before his passing. But you know, if you could say something about Nipsey, um, you know, I think his legacy is. You know, is actually becoming big, almost as big as when he was, you know, with us. Yeah, very um, strong. Yeah. So even maybe, I think yeah. maybe even more. Mm-hmm. So more maybe so. I mean, you were you were pretty close to him, and I know Bob was as well. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, he's an icon now, mm-hmm. and he, you're 100 percent right. His legacy will live on forever. The marathon mm-hmm. continues for real. Absolutely. Like, it's amazing how he literally designed himself, even in the demise of him leaving the earth like he in his music his lyrics like he literally described what it was going to be and Mm -hmm. i think that's the most powerful thing about his brand and about what bob taught him from a very young age bob was working with him when he was like 15. yeah he started really young right yeah yeah and he started teaching him branding and i think what was so special about him is that he actually did it like he he executed it and there's really no other rappers even on that level that did what he did as far as creating your own brand and your own right. legacy. Like, there's really not that many yeah, yeah. that did it on that level. And so, yeah, I was so, so, so blessed to have a brother-sister relationship with him mm-hmm. and to learn from him. I actually, when I met him for the first time, I was living in New York when you came down with Chanel and we went to the club that one time. So right. that same era um, was when the $100 mixtape Crenshaw dropped. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know who Nipsey was at that time. But Bob was like, you got to come meet my artist, Nipsey Hustle." And I remember meeting him. And then it was crazy to see from that moment meeting him what he became mm-hmm. and just how much I lo- looked up to him. And like when I did my partnership with 12 Tone, which is where I'm at now and started my own company, Vanilla Factory, he was like the first person that I would tell, like, yo, I just signed myself. That's amazing. Like I just did, like I was really just (laughs) wanted him to be proud of me. And the fact that um, he was at Bob's son's game for the Elite Eight in 2019, the day before he left, like, that was just a huge sign from God in the universe that like, I got to this, like, this is not going to stop for me. Like 
no matter how many years I've been working. I know Jess known me since I was like 19. So like, it's not going to stop for me. It's, it's a marathon for real. I love that. So. That's amazing. And, uh, and vanilla factory is such a fire name. So, so going with, van- <laughs> so, so going awesome. with vanilla factory is the correlation between vanilla factory and ice cream. It is, okay. but you want to know something funny? I yes. got my name Vanilla. Well, people called me Vanilla in Boston. Oh, and I wow. feel like when I came to Boston, like I came from Southern California, but right. like the, the diversity in the city of Boston mm-hmm. was so fresh and new for me. And like people were calling me Vanilla and I had this soul and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. That's awesome. So I first got the nickname Vanilla when I was going to school in Boston. And then... Um, I just created Vanilla Factory because I wanted to just really serve love. I wanted sweetness and the whole vibe of my music to be like ice cream. And that's why I'm calling my project ice cream that's coming out this summer because we've just been through the shittiest year. Yeah. And so much just, you know, struggle and pain. And the best thing to do when you're feeling down is eat ice cream. It will make you feel better. <laughs> Absolutely. And Netflix and ice cream. Netflix and ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The ice cream will make you feel happier. It's yeah, literally yeah, the scientific fact. So, so it's like the it's um, like the cherry on top. Ooh. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Melon Monroe. Marilyn. Oh my gosh, I have her up here Did on you? my wall. Is that um, is that the Grammy notification behind you too? Oh no! Yes, I love that. <laughs> my mom, my mom so. framed this for me. That's amazing. This was my ticket. And wow! Oh, not the planner, the program. That's amazing. Yeah, and, and also nominated. We didn't mention nominated for was it the song R and B song or song yeah, of the year? Yeah, it was two. It was two nominations. Yeah. It was for best R and B song, and right. then it was actually for song of the year. Wow! Which Damn! Wow! I don't know what I would have done if it won Song of the Year. I mean, you have a Grammy. <laughs> you have. I mean, Grammy. that's a, like a lifetime achievement it thing, is. right there. I'm, like, who doesn't want a Grammy, though? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so let's talk about what is now that we're out of the pandemic. What's mm-hmm. next? Yeah, what's going Besides, on? Besides, we got the song out. So, Apply Pressure is the newest one out now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Apply Pressure is yep. the newest one that we're going with. I actually released two songs last year this poster back here Mm -hmm. is um i released two songs in the pandemic because honestly after i won the grammy the king left Mm -hmm. that same time period i got signed to 12 or did my partnership with 12 tone right and then right after he left i had to go into making my album and recording i literally recorded all of 2019 wow and my songs were very like heartbreaking sad, sad songs just from going through that sure. emotional um distress so yeah. mm-hmm. then when the pandemic hit i was like oh my gosh like it's crazy these songs kind of go with it and i didn't feel right like putting out like a whole project in the pandemic mm-hmm. like didn't feel right with me um so i just released two songs one of them was where in the world in 2020 vision which were just for the times, really, for the people, for the world. Just felt and right. Then, yeah. Now that we're getting out of it, I'm into the ice. We're having an ice cream summer. So. I love that. I want some ice cream. I want summer some ice cream too. too. Hey, do they still 
have JP Licks out there. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah they do. is where I used to go. Yes, like, that's, yeah. No oh, the one, near Ber- the one near Berkeley, too. The yeah, one, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm from yeah. New York, so these places are so new to, to me. So I just found, <laughs> oh, like, JP Licks. No, oh, I found it in Harvard. Oh, you did? I went to the one in Harvard, was like, it? when I was looking for apartments. What'd it was you get? so good. Oh, I got the mint uh, cookies and cream. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> fire, fire. Yum. Yeah. But yum. yeah, so um, the first record I, I dropped was called Heart Can't Take mm-hmm. It. And that um, that was also like, it was like the transition record from the sad into the happy. Now we got Apply Pressure. Yes. I have a record coming out soon called Tell Me that I also did in Boston with Tag. And I have a dope feature of Coyle Ray on that record. Awesome. And um, I also have a, a Chris Brown feature on the project. Whoa. So there you go. There we go. Amazing. And yeah, we're just, we're getting the whole project together and getting the tour to, or the, the show together so we can tour the music. It better be a Boston stop. Yeah. It's got to be a Boston coming. stop. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You guys are my second yes. home. Yes. <laughs> I made half the songs of my project in Boston. So oh, that's amazing. amazing. Well, we just wanted to thank you. Yeah, thank you uh, so much so, for taking your so time out. Where, where can people find you? You're so busy, give, too. Give me, yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me all your socials right now yeah, where people can them. find you. and The record, so, Spotify, all that. At Joelle James. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Awesome. Um, all of that. And Apple Twitter, Music, Spotify. Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, awesome. Deezer, Tidal. Love it. Whoa. I'm just excited that I can even say all these yes, names. Yes, that's so amazing. <laughs> I wanted that oh. for so long, so I'm just excited, yeah. and I can't wait to come to Boston. Yes. Yeah, we can't wait to British, see you, yeah. man. That'd yeah. be amazing. Like you guys, you know, you guys broke my cherry, brought me into the club yes. before eight. Before <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> well, once again, thank you so Actually, much. You didn't know about it, Dad. I know. You didn't know about I it. I know. I didn't. No, you're just a promoter. Yeah, you didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know what he was doing. I wasn't checking IDs. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out. I really appreciate it. Congrats on all your success. And yeah, beautiful. Apply already. pressure. Yeah, apply Let's pressure. Go get it. Yeah. Get it. All right. Thank you so thank much. You so much. Thank you. You're the best. All right. Wow. Right. Yeah. Joel, can't thank you enough. That was awesome. Um, and look out for her, her new single, Apply Pressure. Look out for her on all streaming platforms, social media. Go follow her. Yeah, She's, the best. She's the best. She's the best. You know what that is. It's and if you don't know what that is. Now you know. It's the PNN Network. Breaking news. Breaking news. Jeff London here with the breaking news. PNN, let's go. All right, the PNN this week. We got a little positive news about nightlife. Yeah. So, so the city that never sleeps, New York City. Shout out my hometown. Wants a nightlife museum to celebrate the history of clubs. So, oh, yeah, that that's, I didn't hear this. I thought this was going to, there is something I'll add to this after. But Well, can I finish the news? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I know I probably know what the, this is. I was just going to add to it. Go ahead. So, as we know, New York City has a billion museums. So now city officials are calling for adding another one to the mix to chronicle and celebrate New York's nightlife legacy. I mean, it's so it, it kind of deserves it. Uh, when you think about nightlife, there's, there's New York, Miami, Vegas. Yeah, but I think New York was like the 
I mean, Studio 54. You right. don't think of Miami. You don't think of a club in Miami. Live. Yeah, but I'm talking about that created oh, live. No, no, there would be no that. live without Studio 54. And Vegas was just a pile of sand. Back at the yeah, they with, with uh, the uh, Rat Pack. Wow, nice job <laughs> with the Rat Pack singing. There was there were no DJs. Steve Aoki was not born. <laughs> so in a, a report released last week, the city's office of nightlife. I didn't know they had an office. Of nightlife. Yeah, I get emails from them all the time. <laughs> Where they say, "Don't come back." <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got jokes uh, Which started operation in 2018 As part of the mayor's office of media entertainment Has recommended the establishment of a museum Or similar archival institution Dedicated to the places that have defined New York In the late hours And early mornings I guess right Yeah I think this is amazing I think you need your own section in there though so club owners are but supportive of the that. idea of Nightlife Museum, pointing to how the city has been home to many famed establishments over the years, from the Cotton Club I in mean, Harlem to Studio 54 in yep. Midtown. Um, the tunnel, Limelight. Yeah, and Noah Teppenberg, obviously. USA. CEO of Tao Group Hospitality. You know, it could be very educationally said of the Nightlife Museum uh, I mean, concept. they created a, such a huge business in yeah. the, with partnering with MSG, everything they've done, that it is educational. A billion percent. So that's the positive news. We get some club action in the news. I love that. And po- being in a positive club action in the news, because we know that it's not always positive. No, that's right. I forgot to say that at the intro this time. We've had a crazy day. No, but yeah, we, we have had a We are crazy. We crazy, and we had a crazy day, so it gets <laughs> even crazier. So what I was going to add to this, I'm in, I'm in a... a my friend Alex Glenn, shout out Alex Glenn, who listens to the podcast, started a few years ago. He started a Facebook group. Is that yeah, sound yeah, right? Yeah, I, don't yeah. do, I don't do Facebook, so yeah. I apologize. Um, Facebook group where people could post about closed nightclubs. And people that were in the business yeah. like us would p- post pictures from that era and they would joke around what club was this and then it would just feed into and that could be a great part of this museum another thing i wanted to add was i really do get emails from the nightlife that's awesome nightclub i I forgot what it is so when de blasio came in he hired a mayor of nightlife okay because it's it it needs it it when giuliani was Cracking down. Cracking down. It just yeah. like, you know, it was so hard for clubs. Like 27th. On when the he West ruined street, everything, yeah. yes. 27th Street on the west side was like, that's where we used to go. Right. There'd be 10 clubs in that two block radius. You know, I worked at Spirit. It was one of the first jobs I had in New York was Spirit Nightclub. Wow. And I remember. What's that Spirit now, you think? It's a, it's a, uh, oh, fuck, McCormick Hotel. It. Oh, the people that, oh, okay. The people that run the box own run this show that you go in there, you put on a mask. Yeah. Like a white mask, and nobody knows who anybody is, and it's like pick your own adventure. You could go through this door, or you could go through this door. What? It's like a whole thing, and they got like a beautiful rooftop that's like, it's sick. Could but it's go? in the theme like, yeah, it's in the theme like the box. Like it's like pushy, it's edgy. It's right, like, right. It's, it's just, and you're guided through it with a bunch of hosts and stuff. It's fire. It was, they actually did a, a, a episode of. Uh, Wait, is it still around? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what's going to survive out of COVID, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was in New York yesterday, and, and so 
things are starting to really open back up now. So yeah. I'm glad my city's back. And speaking of which, I actually when you when I saw this uh, PNN news this week, my mother called me and said, "You're heading in the city. They just opened up a museum, a museum. I'm sorry, museum, museum." <laughs> A museum, the New York City Museum, it's called or something like that, and they did an they have an exhibit showing right now about 1980s post punk music era. Really, it's got like Blondie, like Run CBGB DMC stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, Grandmaster Flash. Whoa. So I'm like, I'm going to that. Right? Yeah. It's only open Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, perfect, perfect. The only days I can never go do anything with my life. <laughs> And then I hit up Ross One. Shout out my guy Ross Shout One. Ross One. He went to the new museum in the Bronx that's opening up. It's called the uh, Hip Hop Museum. The Universal Hip Hop Museum. Yeah, Universal Hip Hop Museum. Wait, is that the one that's? It's gonna be. It's oh, not open. It's yet, not open yet, but they have a little pop up. I think Ooh. and it has like Disco Fever in there. That shit. that one's gonna open up officially in twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. And it, the building looks so amazing. It's oh, beautiful. We're going the opening. Yeah. So I was trying to go to that, and it was just like I couldn't really do anything. I just went to the studio, visit my cousin, and eat really. Shut up, Slim. Slim. And one other thing was I forgot what it was, but yeah, I think that's great. Oh, and they have stuff in there about the uh, Keith Haring stuff because it was yeah. such an intricate part. And I wanted to say something to you about that too because you and I went to sure. that. Exhibit right. at uh, what museum? Museum of Fine Arts, yeah. With uh, Basquiat, and they had some Keith Haring stuff sure. in there. So it was all that same era. And uh, I watched the PBS special about Keith Haring that they did a wonderful job on. I haven't seen it. It's on Amazon. It. You have to watch it quick because it said it comes off like 6 3. So that's the end of the month. 6 30. That's you know what that date is? My well, birthday. That's your birthday. So you have till your birthday to watch this right. Keith Haring. They did it so beautifully. It goes back to his childhood growing up in like Shitsville, fucking Pennsylvania. Yeah. No offense, Pennsylvania, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's cancel culture. I have to watch what I say, I guess. But like in the middle of like right, nowhere. Right. Like he grew up around buggies. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the Amish and shit. Yeah. So and it just tells the whole story. And remember that pillar? And I said, I've never seen that before. Right, the one that, yeah. The, that yeah. was actually from Garage, this club called, was it wow. the Garage? It's it was a Garage where club, Larry, yes. Yeah, where Larry Levine used to DJ. Keith Haring, those poles are, those posts are from no the Garage, way. bro. It, so when I said I've seen a lot of this stuff before, there was a few pieces in there like that that I've never seen That's exhibited. Oh, and the Basquiat, uh, football helmet too yeah, that was, was sick that from was when he was in that band so That's yo if you look in the art like jeff and i yo amazon has the keith herring uh documentary up for a few a couple more weeks and it's uh, a PBS special, and it's really dope, and it's really enjoyable. And that's the PNN. That's the PNN, man. Wow. Loaded show Loaded today. Show. I loved it. Chef. Awesome. Great job, as always. Great job to you. Where are they finding you? You can find me at Jason Smith Music, and I am jasonsmith.com. I have to update my dates. Things are just getting so busy, y'all. Like this weekend, I'm with 50 at Memoir. Saturday, you with me. Saturday, I'm with Uncle Jeff. Scorpion, 58, Seaport Boulevard, Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> Next week, I'm with Lil John. 
and uh, I'll for be my birthday Foxwoods. party. That's my birthday party. Wait, are you going? You coming to my birthday? <laughs> Wait, are you, you, going, you doing little John? Come here? on my birthday. You doing little John here or, or memoir? Oh yeah, it's my birthday party. I'll come be on, in, come uh, on, come uh, on. Foxwoods for uh, Dave Chappelle is my guy. Hey, Dave Chappelle's performing at Foxwoods. That's gonna be fun. It's four days, and I will have the opportunity to DJ his. Uh, Comedian's ball We could tell a story About that At a later time We'll do it Well thanks again For coming to the show We really appreciate it Get the merchandise Bignightshop.com You can find me At Jeff London Underscore And you can find us At I'm the promoter He's He's the the DJ DJ. Thank y'all Peace Okay I'll reload it Jeff London DJ Jason Smith